just close my eyes again Climbed aboard the dream weaver train Trying to take away my worries of today And leave tomorrow This is... Mm-mm. Nope. What? Uh, false third. Okay. Ready? Ready? Dream uh, weaver. <laughs> I know you can take me away into the night. This is Random Acts of Tangent. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I am Adam. I'm joined by uh, Jester. Hey, guys. And also, across the universe, as usual, <laughs> we have Rex hey with a long-distance dedication. How you doing? <laughs> so I want to talk about dreams. I've had uh, two very weird dreams in the past week or so that I found interesting. Uh, I'll start with a little one that I thoroughly enjoyed, and I'm sure those of you that know me will understand why I enjoyed it so much. I was at a bar that had a restaurant inside or vice versa. This is in the dream, right? In the dream. Okay. In the dream, I'm at this very fancy bar. Or it's a very fancy restaurant that has a bar off to the side. I'm sitting in a booth with a couple of people, which I don't remember anymore. Uh, my dreams kind of fade. As soon as I wake up, all the details start fading away little by little. So I just got to keep replaying over and over the stuff, the important stuff to remember it. Uh, so I'm sitting at a at the table, mm-hmm. and at the table directly behind me in the in the booth behind me uh, is Bruce Willis. <laughs> uh, he's there with a date. I guess it's a double date because there's another couple there with him. For whatever reason. The conversation starts getting a little uh, heavy with the, the couple that Bruce Willis is with, and they start fighting, They're yelling at each other at first, and then eventually the guy leans up and punches the girl in the face. And so they're kind of just leaning over the table, <laughs> taking swings, punching each other in the face. Uh, Bruce Willis and his date are like, just kind of get up slowly, start walking away <laughs> like, this is not our fight. Uh, and as they're walking away, the, the, the guy that's fighting his date grabs Bruce Willis's date by the hair, pulls her back, and is about to punch her in the face. This oh. is what this is where I jump in and I do this sort of crazy ninja move where I block his his punch with my wrist <laughs> and then I punch him with my left hand. And uh he kind of flies back. At this point, the girl jumps on my back, the the one that he was fighting with. Yeah. So at first they were fighting and then they decided to turn their energy towards me now. <laughs> so the girl's on my back kind of punching me in the back of the head and I'm like swinging around trying to get her off. Uh the Bruce Willis then kind of Pulls her by her dress and throws her across the room. <laughs> and uh, the guy starts coming back and Bruce Willis punches him. And for some reason, this upsets everybody else in the bar. And they make <laughs> me and Bruce Willis out to be the bad guys. So now, me and Bruce Willis are fighting off the entire bar. Is this a cowboy movie? Uh, it might have been. <laughs> but we're, we're like... People Apparently, just... the bar never watches movies. Bruce Willis is always the good guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, so... Me and Bruce Willis are fighting off the entire bar while protecting his date, which is behind us. So it's kind of like this triangle type of thing, or she's in the or she's in the middle of us, and we're backs are to each other. We're fighting off the entire bar, throwing people across through the bar like uh, in the movie scene. Bottles are breaking and all <laughs> kinds of craziness. And uh, this 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 restaurant that we're in is part of a hotel, it's so like a roadhouse. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Uh, record scratches and everything. <laughs> 
Peter from Family Guy pops up, kicks somebody. <laughs> it's just it's just chaos. So me and Bruce, my buddy Bruce, uh, we're trying to get out of the bar. So we're kind of like fighting as we're backing up towards the exit. And uh, eventually, it's we're in the stairwell, trying to going down some stairs, and people are flying over the stairwell. <laughs> we're just kicking everybody's ass. And we eventually get to the floor where the rooms are, and even down the room hallway, we're still fighting people, throwing them <laughs> into walls. It's just, just like backing up slowly as we're punching people out. And uh, we eventually get to the room, uh, which I, I assume is his room. I don't think I could afford to stay in a hotel that fancy. But we get into the room, lock the door, and instant mood change. Like outside was like uh, strobe lights flashing and all kinds of craziness. The door closes, and there's like a very dim red light throughout the, the, the hotel. It's very sensual atmosphere <laughs> no you nothing happened no i'm, yeah, I'm shooting you look with Bruce <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah and if you knew me any at all you would think that's where the dream is going <laughs> yeah a little bit but it's not uh, yeah, actually i thought that the date just took off and yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was just me and him gazing in each other's eyes <laughs> how many times have you thought about this uh never Whoa. oh god so uh we once we get inside there's a bunch of other girls in the room oh Somebody, I don't know who, purchased a hooker for me and had her waiting in one of the rooms, as if they were waiting for me and Bruce to show up in the in the room. There was a hooker waiting for me in my room. So I, uh, I go, yeah. That was me. Was it you? You bought me a hooker? Wait, wait which one of your friends would buy you a hooker? <laughs> this is an inception. You can't just jump into his dreams and buy him hookers whenever he wants. <laughs> uh, says you. <laughs> yeah, so I get in the room and I'm... I'm I'm acting very awkward because I've, I've never purchased a hooker. I've never really been around a hooker that was for me. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's very awkward, kind of sitting on the bed, just straight out of an awkward movie. I'm just sitting there like, uh, who's that wimpy white kid from Superbad? That guy. Just, uh, whoever. McLovin? No, the uh, the curly-haired dude, also from Juno. He plays nothing but these, like, intimidated, weak, scrawny kids. Yeah, I turn into uh, that guy. Jonah? No, not no. Jonah Hill, no. I'm tired of that guy. He's the Go funny fat Cena. Who cares? So I'm, yeah. I'm sitting on the bed, and I, I feel like 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 that kind of nerdiness and awkwardness I'm, as I'm sitting there, and I just I I feel bad about it. So I like ah I don't know about this. So I I leave the room to go check on Bruce, see what he's doing, and he's in another room with uh, two hookers, and uh, he has no reservations about it. <laughs> he's just going for it. He's like banging the hell out of both these chicks. I'm like ah all right, it's good enough for Bruce. It's good enough for me. So I go back to my room, and the one chick that was there, the hooker, multiplied into five chicks. Whoa. But two of them were fat and ugly. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how what happened. So when you divide, you get smaller. Yeah, I guess that one hot chick turned into three hot chicks and two fat chicks. Were they slaves? Like the three fifths rule? No, <laughs> it, was, it was just bad. So like, but even though I'm like, meh, at least it'll be a story or something. So I'm I'm ready to get in, like drop my pants, and then somebody flies in through the door. Uh, from the fight that we were having outside. <laughs> I guess it's still continuing. <laughs> so some guy breaks in through the door like he's flying backwards as if he got thrown through it. And the fight just keeps going on again. And I mean, we're trying to get out of the hotel now. And that's pretty much where I wake up. So do you want my, my opinion on the dream? Are you, you going to analyze me? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Freud would say you want to have sex with your mother. Wow. <laughs> that's so, always what Freud says. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've been cock-blocked. What happened to your date? Didn't you have a date in that dream? I don't know. I was there with a group of people, but I don't remember who the people were that I was originally with. Huh. And that's that's the thing about my dreams. Like like I said, generally I don't remember my dreams. As soon as I wake up, I may have an inkling of what happened, but by the time I get in my car to go to work or something, completely gone. 
I got nothing, to, no, no recollection. That happens to me. Sometimes I get a glimpse of it, like when I'm in the shower on the way to work, and I can't remember where I remember that from. Okay. But it's just like, oh, God, fucking boats and Titanic, for some reason, <laughs> unicorns, just this whole thing. <laughs> like, why? And you can't connect the dots, and it's gone in like three hours. Yeah. And the, the only dreams that I really do remember are bad dreams. Uh, like the other dream I had earlier in the week, I remember that one pretty vividly. There was another one from way back in the day where I, my family was running through a fun house for some reason. A haunted mansion fun house with crazy weird mirrors and uh, little oompa loompas. And at one point, there was a, a giant pair of pants, uh, just pants, slacks with dress shoes. Uh, and the body ended where the belt was. But it was like six and a half feet tall, so I couldn't even see if there's anything inside or anything. Just walking around the house. Uh, eventually, that those pair of pants eventually ended up kicking me, and I flew out of a window. <laughs> I was hanging onto a rain gutter <laughs> at, at, while it was raining, and there's a, a blue oompa loompa on the roof fixing the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so I get back in the house and I find my dad is, is has been poisoned and I now have to find an antidote. So I'm running through the house trying to find an antidote and I run into a room where there's a piano and there's Oompa Loompas there as well. So I dive inside the piano for cover and I close the lid on myself. I wait for a good minute, I open it back up again and I'm somewhere else. <laughs> this is uh, some sort of piano time machine. <laughs> what the hell do you eat before you go to bed? <laughs> That's a horrible plot for a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I remember being scared out of my mind because my dad is dying. I got to find an antidote, but now I'm in the desert in the piano. How did I get here? <laughs> Shit. Well, uh, I've only had a couple crazy. Well, in the past week, for some reason, I've been having weird, crazy dreams. Vivid, great, but I can't remember them. All I know is I've had great sleep. But there was one that I do remember, and uh, this is way out there. The entire dream, and I must have slept for like six, seven hours. Bad dream. The entire time, I'm running through this long, dark hallway. And looking behind me, Fred Durst is chasing me with a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> the old lead singer of Limp Bizkit. Yes. And yes, eventually... Yeah, red hat. Yeah, the guy with the red hat. Eventually, he just cuts off a piece of his face, hammers a nail into the ground, and starts spinning it. What? I woke up sweating bullets. That was the entire dream. The entire thing was like a nonstop, like falling. But I was just running away from him the entire time. I have nothing against Fred Durst. No. He's a great guy. Or crowbars. <laughs> I, I hate Fred Durst. No. Personally, I'm fuck. He didn't do shit to me. Well, <laughs> well, no, Does anybody me. ever do anything to any of us? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like somehow my hate for them is illegitimized by the fact that they've never personally done anything to me. Yeah. No. Like, like I, no. I, I hate Ben Stiller and Drew Barrymore. They have done nothing to me. I'm sure they're very nice people. Oh, I despise Drew Barrymore. <laughs> but I, just, I, I don't like them. I'm sure they're great. Whatever. So that's the weird dreams. How about you, Rex? You got any weird dreams? I don't remember my dreams. Oh, you don't remember either. I'll I'll have a I'll have a nightmare uh, like once every three months, okay. and then I'll forget it within like an hour of waking up. But I know I I know I have them because I'll remember them, and that that like just about as frequently as three months. You think there's anything to not remembering your dreams? Uh, uh, like I think somehow. I think part of it part of dreaming is just your brain trying to work. Like if you put on. There was an experiment done where someone covered their eyes and well, it turned on static on a radio and they didn't move, but they kept their eyes open and you immediately, not immediately, but you start hallucinating after a while. So it's like kind of the same thing with sleep. Your body and your brain is trying to stay active. And so that's one reason, well, one explanation why I think dreams actually happen. You're not doing anything. You're not thinking of anything, but your brain needs something to do. It doesn't just shut off ever. So just gives you different things to do. Sometimes right. if you got a long day, I'm pretty sure it has something to do with it. 
Are you one of the beliefs that your dreams mean something? Like Depends your, your dream. Freud reference? No, no, I, no, Jesus, no, not that bad. <laughs> I think sometimes, yeah, like if, you've, if you're stuck with a certain memory or a problem, it may intervene with your dreams if you can't stop thinking about it, but I don't think that every dream means something. I think a lot of it's just your brain trying to keep itself entertained, busy, and sometimes little, what, moments or epiphanies may jump into those dreams. It's too bad you forget them, though. Yeah. No, but, I think they. I think they all mean something. Really? Yeah. But you don't. And, and I think you you dream two to three dreams a night. It usually uh, feels like one long continuous dream because your mind plays the whole thing without the uh, breaks in between, which is probably why you have those kind of weird jumps from being in a piano to being in another location to being in you know from here to there. Uh, that would make a lot of sense if you're just if your brain's trying to like force a trans transition. Uh, sometimes those segues aren't going to be too fluid. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I got something here for you then, Rex. Mm -hmm. If you see a salamander in your dream, mm -hmm. this represents your ability to survive through shame, misfortune, and embarrassment. You will preserve through some adversity. Alternatively, the dream denotes your ability to resist temptation. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. <laughs> What about that? Do you think that's accurate? No. No. <laughs> so your dreams mean something, but not all these definitions that you get off the internet. No, of course not. See, because it's it's all subjective. See, the things in your dreams carry subjective meaning to yourself because you've assigned it a specific meaning through your experiences in life. You can't somehow assign something an objective kind of like definition as far as what it means to you because only you know what it means to you. I don't know what the fuck it means to you. Yeah, you can't you give something I'm... like like yeah, the salamander, you can't give that a universal a definition based on people who I haven't even seen a real salamander in my life. And if, if I saw one of my dreams, like I don't know, apparently I'm really tough in situations. <laughs> what if someone would be wearing a name tag? Yeah, okay, how about salamander? this? What if someone's <laughs> blind and they're dreaming and they see these weird different shapes? Is he supposed to have the same opinion about his dreams and his figures and everyone else who has seen them? Like exactly. A, like a salad dressing indicates that you need to add some pizzazz to your life. <laughs> you need to prick up things in a bland life. <laughs> what kind of salad dressing is it? Mm, salamander salad dressing. <laughs> you, you, can, you can kind of uh, make inferences or like generalizations about certain things meaning stuff. Like, you know, angels and demons and, and the devils there. Or, yeah, I say or, or, people, too. Those those sorts of things, they can carry a common theme of a, of a meaning, right? Like, the devil, obviously, it's going to be, like, dark, gloomy, temptation. You know, those sorts of things are typically associated with him. But what is typical isn't always what is factual for that context. And yeah. people need to avoid giving these, these crazy-ass definitions that they read in books to their dreams, because then you end up with salamanders, meaning whatever the fuck you just said. Yeah. <laughs> you can't generalize an object to everybody. But then by the same by the same token, somebody that is a, a sadist or some kind, if they see Satan, it could, be, uh, it could be heaven for them. Yeah, well, what if I saw Satan in a tutu doing jumping jacks in front of Jesus? <laughs> exactly. On a pogo stick. So that could just be mockery or yeah. something. It could mean, like, somehow your, uh, you know, kind of hedonistic desires mock your discipline and you always fall into a certain behavior or something like that. You know, I mean, it's it, it just, there are millions of things that it could mean, but you're never going to find out until you ask the person that had the fucking dream. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if, if somebody, if I went to a dream expert to tell them my Bruce Willis dream, 
you think they could interpret what that means? No, that's dangerous. See, uh, I think a lot of dream interpreters tell you a certain thing, and no matter what they tell you, because you don't know, you have probably you're probably more able to believe them if they make it make sense to you. And if you're paying for this, they're going to be making a lot of money. That's why I don't believe in that kind of thing. It's like, well, what does this mean? They can tell you whatever you want to hear, and if you're happy with it or if it makes some sort of sense, then you're going to pay them. It's just like cold reading and that, that dumbass who had it, that show about talking to dead people. John Edwards. John Edwards. Oh, yeah, that guy. Crossing yeah. over. <laughs> Remember South Park where Kyle had a show about it? I think it was Kyle. Yeah, yeah. it was. <laughs> I can do this. Now, see, watch. There's somebody here. His name starts with an S. Oh, my God! He's a psychic! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somebody died recently. Uh, old. No yeah. shit old. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think it was his time. Oh, my God! Yeah. They're saying it's okay. Oh, my God! It's the same thing with, yeah, like, um, right. <laughs> it's with the dream. It could be like, okay, like, I had a dragon in my dream. It's like, okay... Well, the dragon represents something very powerful. Do you know anyone very powerful? Oh, my God, my boss at work. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just like, oh, so I should kill my boss? No. No, 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 no. No, oh, no. That's not what I Baby mean. Steps. Baby steps. Headlines. Yeah. <laughs> you need to pizzazz up your life. That's yeah. what it means. I wonder, I, wonder if that's how, I wonder if that's how Charles Manson did it. To, to people that are way uber gullible. Did a little bit of cold reading. He was just like, well, this is what this means. And by the way, I'm Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what? here's some Kool-Aid. Right. He was in here. Here's some Kool-Aid. It was in your dream. <laughs> You're very thirsty. <laughs> you want to drink this Kool-Aid? <laughs> Many, yeah, I bet he can tell you that. Many of you are going to have an upsetting dream within the next three days. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Subscriber base through the roof. Yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, this, this other dream I want to talk about. This is uh, a little more real to me, anyway. Uh, not the, me kicking ass with Bruce Willis and getting hookers in real, because I'm sure that will happen someday. Happens all the time. But this one involves an ex of mine. Uh, somebody that I had a decent relationship with. And in this dream, we were kind of starting to talk again. And we went to a uh, a bar that had a dance floor. All right. uh, except it, it looked suspiciously like a Taco Bell from the inside. <laughs> Where it had the, the the windows with those arches on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there was these other, there was these five of the guys. They were also there that she was kind of giving attention to besides me. Okay. And uh, the drunker she got, the more t- attention she paid to the other guys, and less to me. And at one point, uh, her, her song came on, which I don't remember because details get lost. Uh, and she grabs my hand and starts pulling me to the dance floor, and she's excited, jumping, and then she, as she turns around and. As soon as she recognizes that it's my hand that she grabbed, her face kind of was like, oh, that's not who I wanted to grab. And we're like, ah, I guess we're already here. Might as well. And then we just kept dancing. And the, the, the whole dream kind of continued that way, where it was me versus five of the guys. For attention. For attention. And yeah. it felt like I was losing. It sounds like okay. you were losing. Terribly. Yeah. It doesn't sound like there was really a contest. Yeah, it's very weird because it, it felt very real. And, and through this dream, I um, I woke up three separate times, mm-hmm. and when I went back to sleep, I got transported right back into the dream. All right, real quick, real quick question. Um, during, when you had this dream, I mean, was this really recent or, like, within the past couple of years? This was uh, a week ago, maybe uh, a week and a half. Yeah, see, because, like, I can, I can understand how someone might think that you felt insecure in your relationship based on the dream mm-hmm. if you were in a relationship. No, no relationship whatsoever. Right but, now. See, but see, like, just, this is where the generalization kicks in, because I can be like, 
well, that dream means that you might feel insecure around other guys when it comes to women in general. But at the same time, <laughs> you may have just had the right chemicals in the right place and watched the right episode of Lost or whatever you watched before you went to bed. <laughs> and then it was just like, oh, because, I mean, what if you watched a movie where that had that same kind of scene going on, a mixture of scenes and different thoughts and memories, right. and then they just happen to all come into this place, and then you're throwing that into your subconscious and interpreting it incorrectly if there is an interpretation to be had. Yes, that's, and, and that's the thing too. Does it mean anything, or is it just a weird, crazy dream? I can't say that. You have to think yeah. about it. It's, it's, it's very, it's just very weird because I was in a very weird mood the rest of the day after I woke up. It was kind of in this state of just blah. What were you thinking about before you went to sleep? I have no idea. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching TV, probably either Psych or uh, the, the Office. That's usually what I do before going to sleep. So, well, and if you're watching Psych. I mean, obviously, he's always trying to compete for attention with um, the female character in the show. I forgot her name. The blonde Juliet. one. Juliet. Juliet, yeah. I mean, he's, the entire show is about that. So maybe you were placing yourself in his shoes because he's never really gotten the girl. Maybe you were doing that on accident instead of yourself. Yeah, but another weird thing I mentioned that I, I would wake up and fall back asleep again. Uh, as I would delve back into the dream again after waking up, it'd be the same people, but the location would change. Like, we, it'd be the same kind of situation, but we're not in the Taco Bell anymore. Now we're in <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah. It, and it's, it's one of those, like, I kept, I think I kept trying to wake myself up to end the dream, but I just kept diving back into it. Of course, that's the thing. If you're having a great dream where I'm with a hooker and Bruce Willis, uh, <laughs> I can't dive back into it. But with the bad dreams, you always, I always tend to dive back into where I left off. I've tried something to get back in the same dream. I forgot where I've heard this, but. They say if you wake up and you have that dream, you want to go back to sleep and try to get into the same sequence of events. If you lay back down the exact same way, something about chemicals in the brain staying where they were while you had the dream reactivate part of that dream. Ah. I've actually tried that once or twice. It's only happened once or twice, but it's actually worked once. Uh, see, but then I, I fly back into the dream and I forget the rest of it. See, what, where I get screwed up then is when I wake up, I, I kind of sit up, I look around, and, uh, and, then, and then go back to sleep. Just... Yeah, I don't wake up laying in the exact same position and then close my eyes again <laughs> to keep the chemistry. I don't know if it works or not. I mean, that's just gone from one of my experiences. Yeah, well, I, yeah so that, it was just very weird, and it it affected my day in a very weird way, where I was just in a in a state of complete nothing. I, I, but you I, you don't see the meaning behind that. Oh um, yeah, I'm, I'm. I think it's pretty obvious what the meaning is. But just the fact that it felt so real and the timing of it is just it, that's what's kind of weird to me. The timing that it's been so far since uh, anything negative happened with that particular person uh, that you don't know why you'd be thinking about it now. Right. Like, where did that come from? It might have. Well, it's, it's, it's because be... she represents an idea that you think consistently happens. Yeah. It might not be her. She might just be, like he said, a representative. Yeah, because one thing that I, I have experienced a lot in my relationships is I, I always do feel like I'm competing with somebody else, whether it's a friend or it's the family or uh, exes of any kind. I, I do feel like I'm generally not first on the priority list. Yeah. And that it, and that's what the whole dream embodies. I mean, that's uh, that's yeah. uh, that's obvious reading, which is very true to me. Uh, but it just it it just was very weird timing, and just the way it felt was very real. Like I had experienced that thing, that exact situation before. I don't know. Well, yeah. Because I mean, well, it's accurate, now it's suddenly weird. I, I, I think your other dreams should fuck with you more. Yeah, no. yeah. what the and fuck did that mean? Jeez. Huge 
huge pants. That would bother the fuck out of me. <laughs> this, this other dream that I'm having that makes complete sense, like cookie cutter style, nah, I'm just going to throw that in the back of my mind. Okay, yeah, fucking, I got issues. Who doesn't? This other dream, though, with, with the fucking pants walking around <laughs> and the crazy house with the me falling off the side of a cliff when it's raining and my dad's poisoned. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to get some help. <laughs> uh, like I remember, I remember snippets and things from like bad dreams or weird dreams where I woke up saying like, "What the hell?" Okay, end part of one dream that I had in uh, sixth grade. No, no, actually high school. Sixth grade was the dragon dream. Uh, I was in a fireworks factory and no, it was a and then turned into a bowling alley. And I turned and I looked at one of my friends and I said, "We have ten seconds until we have to eject from school." And then I shot through the roof. Eject. Hmm? <laughs> like in a chair, just rocket right out. And it was school. It was no longer a bully wally or a fireworks factory. The school was heading right into a mountain and you guys had to get I out. I had no idea. <laughs> and that's when you wake up going, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know, you know exactly what you just woke out of, but you're like, how? Huh? Yeah. And then, <laughs> that Jesus. That makes complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. There, well, another one I had. I just mean you always run away from emotional crises. Oh, yeah. The fireworks factory mixed with the bowling alley, 10 seconds to eject until the school explodes, and all three of them mix in together, and I bail out, even though it's against my will. Sure. Yeah, you, you bailed out. Back to this subjective meaning. <laughs> what if it was about sports? Hmm. Yeah. I was playing a lot of sports. If you're then bowling. obviously it's about your cock. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Freud would say. And impotent. But, uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what do you have a degree in this, or no? The ejecting no, is I, premature. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. Oh well, you ever have those those dreams that kind of get you in trouble because whatever's going on outside of your dream mixes in with it, like an alarm clock. Is I've that, heard of that. I don't think I've experienced oh, that. God, that's happened to me so many times. I'm a deep and heavy sleeper, yeah. and sometimes I, it's weird. Or the one where you hear a phone ringing, you pick up a phone in the dream, but then you realize it's not answered, and then you wake up and your actual phone is ringing. Yeah, and you're like, That's "Hello." True. Yeah. Like, um, what? What happened? I was sleeping, and I, this is why I don't play music to wake me up, like a radio station anymore, because in my <laughs> dream, music will come on, and I'd be like, "Oh, I love this song," and then the whole dream would go on with the music in there, and then part of it would shift towards the music, and then out of nowhere, I'm like. Somewhere in the back of my mind, shit, I gotta be awake. And I wake up and check what time it is in an, an hour and a half late for work. Uh, and that's why I never use the music anymore. I always use that annoying buzzer sound. Right, which yeah, me too. Somehow, sometimes, like, turns into a fire alarm or a car <laughs> alarm in the middle of my dream. God. Uh, nuclear holocaust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you set your own. Yeah, the Reds are invading. You set your alarm to the radio. All of a sudden, you got Ryan Seacrest walking around in your dreams. Yeah. He's <laughs> doing the morning show. Yeah. <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa. I gotta That's what in. I would hate. My music is horrible. Like, <laughs> yeah. it would be, it, my dream would be horrible, given the music that I listen to. Yeah. Fucking Trent Reznor. Like oh, uh, that'd be like a, some sort of night, like a, what, Tim Burton nightmarish mix with uh, what go. else we probably did during the last day. It, it'd be a mix between the movie Closer and a Jack the Zipper porno. That's what it would be. What? Jack the, Jack the Zipper porno. Okay, because I was like, Jack the, Jack right. the Zipper. Oh. Is that a 9mm reference? No, it's a porno reference. 9mm was the... I think he actually has a 9mm uh, movie, a porn movie that he produced called 9mm. Yeah, he also the... has 
Blacklight Beauty, a couple other films. Oh, that that uh, Nicolas Cage movie, Nine Millimeter, where there was uh, all kinds of crazy. Uh, I get what you're saying. Porn like, where they were killing it's people. It's a snuff porn. film. Oh, yeah. that. that. Yeah. Uh, Jack the Zipper. No, is that? that's, that's not a Nine Millimeter okay. reference. No. Uh, that was an excellent movie, though. It was very good. Yeah, I like how it ended. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, that that whole thing about uh, dreaming about the exes. That's it's a little weird, but uh. It it does segue into the next thing I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you remember the name Palin. Ring any bells? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, uh, I'm lost. Yeah, the uh, the Sarah Palin's daughter <laughs> got uh, knocked up. This is about porn again. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, this is just about exes. is she in porn? No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe I could have segued that a little better. Yeah, good job. <laughs> no, but uh, Nailin Palin. That was a porn. That was a porn. Yes. Okay. All right, sorry, keep going. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, the daughter got knocked up by uh, the dude, Levi Johnston. I don't, yeah. Uh, it has been, in recent news, they have been engaged. Now, yeah. after the uh, after the election, uh, after Sarah Palin lost the ejection for John McCain, uh, then they broke up. I mean, they they were supposed to stay together for the sake of the family, whatever, for the election, yeah, political, blah, blah. It's not going to happen. As soon as uh, they lost the election, they broke up, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it, there's news that they're getting engaged, or that they are engaged. And did Sarah Palin announce her she's going to run again or something? No, actually, supposedly, Sarah Palin didn't even know about this. Sarah Palin found out oh. when the article came out in, like, Us Weekly or something. Oh. Oh shit, Molitor's mad. Yeah. The the reason that this caught my attention was because what the speculated reason for the engagement was. After they got engaged, they were out shopping a reality show. Shopping a reality show? Yeah. They were trying to sell a reality show to networks about themselves. Now, this, after a while, I guess, uh, of not getting anything, then turns out the engagement got called off. (laughs) I guess guess they couldn't sell the show. Ah. Yeah. But gotcha. what that brought up in my mind is having... Don't go ask some chick to get engaged and try to sell a fucking show. Yeah, that's kind of it. At what price or how much is fame and money worth that you would get back with an ex that you probably despise? How much you want to sell out for? Yeah. Shit. Is is money that much yeah, of a I motivator? Despise? Wait, like... Well, I you genuinely to, don't like as a person. You'd have to assume. That, I mean, they broke up as soon as the election was over, which leads me to believe that they would never wanted to stay together in the first place. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, not to mention the reason the engagement got broken off supposedly is because the dude was fucking a bunch of other chicks. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. So obviously, this was not a serious engagement. He's out screwing around already. So that 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 or, be- or that's what they call a European engagement. Is that right? She's banging around. Yeah. It's <laughs> a French engagement. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, but, but um, is, is there any amount Christ. of money or mediocre fame, reality show oh, fame, okay. you can call now, that? Is this a fake engagement or, like, do I actually have to break vows with somebody? That, that, I guess that's, that's whatever. That, that's all subjective, too? Yeah. It could be a real engagement or it could be a fake engagement, whatever makes ratings. Uh, if, I was, if I was completely single, I probably, as long as you make sure that I'm secure for the rest of my life and... The rest, I prob- I, what? Yeah, that's fine. The rest of your life. Yeah. What? Give me a fucking house, pay my utility bills, and good. But as far as TV goes, you're nobody right now. No, I, I don't. I don't think I want to be famous. <laughs> I don't think I want to be but famous. You're not going to get million dollars an episode. No, this is what is I'm saying. Jersey Shore. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen half an episode and I want to kill myself. Oh, you're you've seen a half more than I have. Oh my god, <laughs> that's torture. I love those shows. 
it makes me want to poke my eyes out and ugh. But a price, I mean, I never actually thought about it. I don't want to be famous. GTL, Jester. <laughs> GTL? I don't know what that means. Yeah. GTL. Jim Tan Laundry. That's from Jersey Shore. I don't, I was not kidding. Oh. I haven't watched more than 10, 15 minutes of this thing. <laughs> yeah. So classic, you. I have um, no idea. Is that from on. Jersey? No, okay. I've heard that somewhere else. I think you're good. All right. I don't. I don't. Okay. I've never watched. I don't watch a lot of TV anymore at all. I'm either reading or I'm doing something or working. Now, right. if I someone came up to me and said, "Hey, if you get engaged and we give you money, what would my price be? My personal price?" Yeah. I have yeah. to. I, okay, you guys go first because I have to get some sort of idea about. Well, see that that's because I have no idea. That's also you, part you of the question. You want to gauge your response by our response? <laughs> Is that what I, you have, I have nothing Pull to in. base this on. <laughs> I have nothing to base this on. Okay. Um, this, this isn't the prices, right, motherfucker? You don't wait for us to go for One. <laughs> one. Yeah. One dollar. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. If, if off the bat, just off the top of my head, um, if I had to sell myself out to someone I completely despise and I was completely single, uh, f- shit, I don't know. Probably as long my income times 66%. 66 or whatever it costs for me to make it my daily living $100,000 if it $100,000 for a season for a season which could be up to 24 episodes as I'll put it this I'll put it this way for me if it costs me a year or a season in whatever frame of time you want if it costs me $100,000 to live my life comfortably or decently to pay the bills etc I want 300,000 Nine weeks of filming. Um, yeah. Pretty much round-the-clock filming. Round-the-clock filming? Yeah, they're filming everything because they need to take three days' worth of footage to make a 30-minute clip. Like yeah. I said, it, it depends <laughs> on... I don't know how much I'm going to be making at that period in time, but if it costs me $50,000 or $75,000, whatever, $10,000, well, I wouldn't be on the show. But I would multiply that by three, and that's what I would ask for. Because it depends on how what I'm doing at the time and my expenses. So however much you're making at the time for nine weeks... Times three. Yeah. Now, would the price go up if the premise of the show was not being engaged to somebody? If it was anything else, mm, is that it adding depends to your on cost? if it's dangerous. Like, if my life is going to be at risk or in danger. Because if my life is going to be in danger, at risk, and then that's hazard pay. And of course, I'm going to throw that on top of it. Okay. What about you, Rex? Oh, dude, almost for free. <laughs> Just I don't for the care. fame. Just the for the fame. fame. The fame would pay for itself. I mean, that's why celebrities release sex tapes, right? They, they don't make any money off of sex tapes, but look at how many people have, like, landed, uh, you know, quasi-famedom or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Right. Uh, because they've released sex tapes. <laughs> look, look at Paris Hilton. You got Kim Kardashian. You got a, you know, a slew of other people who've released sex tapes, even in an attempt to uh, become famous. See, what Levi Johnson and that the Palin broad did that was wrong was that they should have released a sex tape, then tried to get the reality TV show. I see. So just saying they're engaged isn't enough. No, I see, I see no, your point. No, no, Same thing with Octomom. She's got a shitload of publicity, and then she got her own show. Right. Yeah, ex- exactly. And wh- how is she making her money? She's going to be making her money in Welfare. endorsements. Yeah, I was going to say. Spon- <laughs> <laughs> sponsorships, commercials. She's going to get it on the back end because she's, she's going to have, like, uh, her, her, her pay is going to be dependent upon the show's ratings. Had yeah, she got, no, she's going to get in the back yeah, end. Yeah, had she got in the yeah. back end, this wouldn't be a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've used that joke three times on this podcast. 
I don't, I don't know. care. Not, not, not here enough. It's always funny. A little, little revenge anal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for you, the fame is more than the actual the payday. Well, it's it's not necessarily that I'm I want the fame. It's more that it, it's easy to capitalize on fame. So if somebody put a chance to be famous in my lap, I'd be like, yeah, sure, fucking, I'll get paid. You know what? That's a that's very interesting. I didn't think about that. I was thinking very short term. Now, that's, yeah, I didn't actually think about that. If this picks up and the popularity does go up, of course, I'm probably going to ask for, if not more, then, because I mean, what if other people are trying to buy me on their shows? And well, look, I'm like, look at well, I would jump look, on that, look, but like I've got from this. Jersey Shore. Like the people from Jersey Shore. The, how did the producers approach those people? Well, no you're trying out for a part to be uh, part of a cast who gets to stay in an awesome house on vacation over the summer uh, for, for pretty much free, and you have to work part-time. And so, go out every night. Right. But the other, the other part about that whole, as far as the fame aspect goes, there's plenty of reality stars that become nothing. So you oh, have, you're, you're, you're assuming that by just being on the show, you're going to be this breakout character that America is going to need to see on a constant basis. I'm not basis. assuming that. I'm, just, I'm saying I'm willing to gamble on it. And even if it does turn out shitty, then I had a really good time and people uh, wasting people's lives while they watched my boring ass life. Or listen to our boring ass podcast. Yeah, we own your lives. What about you? See the 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 thing with that the 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 fame the recognition would count for something. Uh, The the part that I have the the problem with is the the premise of the show. As far as uh, getting back with an ex. For the premise, that's where I I would need a whole lot of money to do that. <laughs> and, and opposed to if it was just me hanging out with, with people in a house, I wouldn't need as much money. It, it, kind of like you were saying, it's the danger factor. The danger of me being around my ex for that long. Hazard pay. I would, yes, that's I would need a lot psychologically of damaging. that kind of shit. <laughs> danger zone! Yeah. <laughs> Especially if, assuming she's pregnant with my child during the show. Get long. Jeez, yeah. So now I got a pregnant chick, a pregnant ex of mine well, that I'm probably wouldn't even up ask for nine you. weeks. They'd probably just be like, no, no way. Yeah. That's so a lot that, of money. That's, that's, that's why I, I can't imagine the situation where I would think it, I would have the idea, you know, I'm going to get back with my knocked up ex and try to get a reality <laughs> show. That's that's the part that well, bothers we, me about this whole we story. We had this conversation before about the whole pregnancy thing. If it's, if it's my kid and the girls, uh, you know, got my kid, then that, that's kind of like a all bets are off thing. Oh, that's right. And actually, uh, speaking of that, I re- misrepresented the uh, the story there, the Mel Gibson thing. Uh, turns out she was not pregnant at the time. She they oh, they, they already had the kid. But... Okay, then fuck that bitch. <laughs> yeah, but I understand what you're saying. If if the person you're with is pregnant, then yeah, yeah you do have to have a certain level of uh, decency towards them. Obligation. Yeah, decency is probably a better word. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just, I just don't want anything that's going to unnecessarily compromise the situation. And it, and if it were the case that, you know, like, th- this is the situation where they're shopping around for a reality TV show while she's pregnant, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no way to spin that where it'd be like, oh, well, you know, they're just crazy responsible. No. This, yeah, this see, is and the, and not that, happening. That's the problem that I had with it. When I first heard it, I was like, you got to be kidding me. They're they're trying to turn this into something else. They're trying to make money off of this situation. How do you think the baby would feel if it found out later on? Guess what? When you were still in your mom's womb, we tried to exploit you yeah. for our, our financial <laughs> advantage. Yeah. You paid for your hospital bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. Now, off to boarding school. 
Yeah. <laughs> All that money you made me is yeah. going to keep me away from you. <laughs> yeah, there, there's got to be a whole lot of money if, if it was if that situation was for me to work. But yeah, like random things, like they say, the real world or the road rules, whatever stuff, they, or they just a bunch of people in the house, you get to drink and party all the time, and we're just going to follow you around. Uh, then, yeah, just like uh, Rex was saying, I wouldn't need a lot of money for that. It would be just, it would be the experience, and in that in that level, the small, minuscule amount of fame that might come with it. I guess. I guess there's a lot of things I didn't look at. Like, can I go back to my original job if it doesn't come back to anything? Because if not, then I mean, that's a big risk I have to take, too. Okay. Because like if I'm making a, if I have a career, but I have this knock on my doorstep, and I know it's a huge risk. I mean, part of me want to go for it, but part of me want to know. Yeah. You know, kind of like a sixty forty thing. See, where you're assuming you have to go back to your job, Rex assuming this is going to become yeah, his career. Yeah, it's, that's the opposite <laughs> side. Like, do the benefits of the risk outweigh what would happen if you didn't get that part of the job? Right. What what fucking job? What 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 job am I not going to be able to walk back towards? Yeah. Wait, are you actually asking me? <laughs> yeah. I, th- I thought that was hypothetical. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like, there's no job where I'm going to leave it, and then suddenly it's not going to be there uh, later on. And even if it isn't there, uh, hopefully I've done enough with my life where I have enough credentials so I can seer- secure myself uh, financially afterwards. Well, what if you didn't? Yeah, let's say you do become a you become a lawyer or a doctor, and yeah. then you go on a reality show and you make an ass out of yourself. Try to go back yeah. to being a lawyer. <laughs> Nobody's going to want you to represent them. I want, want actually, no, I would want him to represent themselves. me. I would want him That's to represent me. That's what I was going to say. We're talking about lawyers here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, I mean, come come on, example. stained enough. You can't stain it any worse by going on TV and making an ass out of yourself being a lawyer. All right. About, I would actually a, call him individually. I thought, you were, I thought you were a lawyer. On that show, you were a huge prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, doctor then. you you got to get your um, – your gallbladder removed, and in walks this guy that you, just, you saw throwing up in the backyard because uh, he, he drank too much and uh, was doing body shots off of dudes because he was so drunk. Whoa. Yeah, I'm going to take I, out your yeah. appendix. No. <laughs> no. Not you. That's why they gas him before the doctor goes in. <laughs> He's a doctor. He gets facial surgery. Okay. <laughs> no one can recognize him. He's a doctor. He could pay for it. <laughs> All right, so how about uh, as far as exes go? Is is there is there an ex, or was, is that even relevant, which ex it is, that you can get paid enough to have to be around again? Oh, God. Yeah, there is one. There's one that you wouldn't do, or one that you wouldn't mind? Uh, I actually don't really care for any of my exes. Okay. I don't. It's just like... You know, uh, you know what it is when it comes to this? I, I mean, I don't hold anything against... Well, that that's not really true. But I don't I I don't hold anything against them to the extent where I don't feel like I can be like it's hard for me to be civil. I, I would be able to be a mature civil person and and do that if they were willing to to do that with me. And if they weren't able to do that, then I am absolutely confident in my ability to be a bigger son of a bitch than they can. Yeah, so just punish them I win for the entire period of time. Yeah, so I, yeah, I guess it's better for ratings if you guys are yelling at each other all day. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to watch a TV show with two people schmoozing up the entire time. <laughs> oh, you're joking up, you! <laughs> Watching the Sadist Channel. Actually, in retrospect, I think I would like to be on a show with the next then to display how sane I am and how crazy <laughs> they are. <laughs> that, that would not work with me because I am an absolute believer that sometimes. If people speak to you in the language of stupid, 
that they have to be rebuted in that same language. Yeah, they won't <laughs> so, understand or they'll just refute you harder and worse. Yes. Yeah, I totally okay, so, understand you. Okay. That's, exactly. like, that's like the picking up method. You know, you have to drop your dumb level down even more to connect with them and then right. just to actually get the point across. You're pretty. O- only you do that. <laughs> only you do that. It works. Yeah. Like I get it. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, but maybe if it was, I don't know, an X... I mean, I really don't care for him. Like, I agree with Rex. I could be very civil with him. And I wouldn't say... As long as it was beneficial for both of us to make money, and we both understood that, yeah. So neither of you have been in, like, a really bad breakup where you guys hate each other? Or at least she hates you? You know what? As long as she's... Yeah, yeah. See, because I, I, I I could stay civil, too, but there's certain people that I don't think would want to be civil with me, and I don't necessarily want to be civil towards them. Not to I've say, always made good after the fact. Oh, uh, see, I, I once it's once it's done, it's cut off. You know, normally, normally, like I'll run into him or someone's just like, "Hey, you know, we're good." And say, yeah, all right, we're good. But I mean, during I mean, there's, oh, there's Jesus. a certain circumstance that I'm in right now where things haven't blown over yet, but I, I think they'll blow over, so it doesn't matter. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I guess after enough time, I mean, the, the exes that did uh, hate me for whatever reason. Because uh, I, I broke their hearts. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I can't imagine them still being mad. Yeah, I couldn't go on the show if, like, for hypothetically, this didn't happen. But wouldn't, wouldn't that be creepy? If, if in like ten years you're at a high school reunion and, and fucking, how dare you show me? This? <laughs> <laughs> it's a high school reunion. No, who are you again? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you missing an eyeball? <laughs> <laughs> She's I, would, I would love to do that for pretend. For pretend? <laughs> yeah, I would just see your ex from high school and just pretend to be crazy? Yeah, you exactly. bitch. <laughs> just jump up and grab the microphone and just go at it. I would love to. Well, we all graduated the same year. you're even here. You should be somewhere with a mattress strapped to your back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because it's true. <laughs> yeah. You know what I do want to talk about, though? What's that? Paint? Fucking sex dreams. Sex dreams? Okay. Yeah, man. How, how come I, I don't have sex dreams anymore? I would do. You just don't remember them. What? Did, what why? Why? <laughs> you remember the entertaining shows you watch on TV. That's true. I've, I've seen a couple movies more than twice and not known that I've seen it before until about halfway through. I'm like, you know what? I think I've seen this. Because it just it wasn't good enough to leave an impression. That's the point there. If it's good enough to leave an impression, you're going to know that you've seen it. I'm like real bad 80s movies. So you're saying I'm having boring sex in my dreams and that, that's why that's, I don't that's it. it. <laughs> it's very possible. Maybe that's what you. you're afraid of. <laughs> Anybody that knows anything about the way I conduct myself, that's going to be a memorable incident. <laughs> maybe, that's why, maybe that's why you don't try to have normal boring sex is because you get that out of your system in your dreams. Are you kidding? If, I mean, if, let's think about those dreams. Of course I'm kidding. Every, Jesus Christ. Every, who wants to dream about boring sex? I'd never want to sleep. Everybody has done that thing where they're dreaming, and then they become aware of the fact that they are dreaming in their dream. I have not. I have, actually. I've wanted I, to. I have. I have. I have. I'm like, and I'm if, loving this. Now, let's hypo- hypothetically think that if this happened while I was having a sex dream. Okay. I would be flying like fucking Superman through the air, fucking from different <laughs> angles. You remember the fight at the end of the third Matrix where Mr. Smith fights Neo? It would be like that with me and a chick, and every time we collab, 
like clashed into each other, shockwaves that would send thing. out yeah. and destroy <laughs> entire buildings. <laughs> That's what it would be like in my dream if I became aware of that sort of thing. We would go, we would be into the water, all fucking kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, but, but the thing is, you don't remember your dreams. You might be having boring sex or exciting sex, but it doesn't matter because you're never going to recall them. You know, I remember unless hearing... you have a nightmare with boring sex. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that would be a nightmare. <laughs> I say, I say, shoot for it. See what it's like. No, hell no. <laughs> have a nightmare where I'm poking a fatty. <laughs> if I want to read about if I, if I want to think about whale hunting I'll read Moby Dick okay let's just put it that way no I, I do remember hearing about a device a couple of years ago I don't know if it was real or made up but it is something that you strap onto your head and it's kind of like a, a sleeping mask that somehow reads your brain waves I'm not sure how it does that maybe it plugs in somewhere but it reads your brain waves and it can tell once you slipped into REM where you start getting into the creative... So I don't think it has dreaming. anything to do with brainwaves. I think it's just reading your Okay, maybe your it reads eyes. your pupils, the way your eyes are moving. And okay. once it detects your eyeballs moving around, it mm-hmm. shines a red light. And so you see that red light in your dream to kind of half wake you up in your dream, but not wake you all the way up out of it. So once you see this red light in your dream, you know, up. Oh, it's, it's a I'm dreaming. cube, but not enough to actually yes. pull you out of REM. So it brings you into consciousness in your dream so you can control it from that point. Huh. How awesome would that be? It's that just, would be so fucking cool. No, they they used. I don't know if anyone saw Inception. I don't want to ruin it for any of the. No. the don't ruin the it. There's I, no, I no. It's it. not. It's not like a big, huge plot twist. But the whole thing, everyone knows, has to do with dreams. And the thing is, when some people are dreaming, other people aren't because they're they're watching over them while they sleep. And to cue them in a certain point in time, they use audible messages using headphones. And in their dream, they can hear that, like your alarm clock while you're sleeping. And okay. they pick up on that. And then they know that they have to get something done in a dream at that point in time. That's pretty cool. So uh, maybe that ha- that coincides with that little device that you were talking about. Huh. Yeah. Because if, if I can... That's just like a conditioning thing. I mean, not really condition. Well, yeah, I'm not going to ruin the movie. You've got to see it. And then you'll kind of understand better what I was talking about. Oh, okay. So, so you, uh, back to the, the sex dream then. So you, yeah. you don't remember any of the sex dreams you have? I can't remember the last one that I had. It's been that long. That might be a good thing actually for you. I mean, you are getting some on a continual basis. <laughs> so you're saying because I get laid, I don't have sex in my dreams anymore? It's very possible. Then shouldn't I be having more sex in my dreams? Maybe you are, you're <laughs> just not remembering. That's a big question mark. You mean, you, if you don't remember your dreams, then you're not going to remember that. Same time, well, I mean, maybe <laughs> if you know... Well, the thing is, he doesn't remember any of his dreams. There is an indicator to let you know what kind of dream you've had. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> Does it involve doing laundry the next day? Stop staring at me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the only sex dream that I do remember, this goes back into, I think, even junior high. And the only part about it that I remember is uh, I was on a, on a slide of some kind, some giant slide, a water slide. It was a tube or like an enclosed water slide. Sounds kinky. I was sliding down with some chick who I so, believe. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were a sperm in the dream. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, I'm pretty sure it was Trinity from The Matrix. We were sliding down this thing, and it was just, we were escaping from something. We weren't having sex at this point. We shoot out into this huge, open... No, no it's, it's like a cave, but it's got water all over the place. Sounds like your sperm. <laughs> Maybe. It was a vagina. Mm-hmm. I, I got sl- uh, shot out right, of vagina. Straight into the womb. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we just d- drive in the water... And uh, 
we're there. It's, it's dark except for one light above us, which again was from the Matrix. When uh, Neo first got out of the Matrix, that slide tube mm-hmm. thing he went yeah. down, it, it was it was like that. And he gets dumped into that water, and then the the claw comes down and grabs him out of the water in the movie. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was the same thing. I'm pretty sure that's where we were. And that's why it was Trinity. Makes sense. So, I guess I got woken up out of the Matrix with Trinity, and she was sliding down with me. And we hit the water, and the light opens up up top. There's no claw, so we're just waiting there. And for some reason, we started having sex. <laughs> it wasn't a vagina. The claw was an IUD. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, that's it. We, just, we were in the water waiting for something to happen, and then we just started having sex. And that was... <laughs> That was it. Nothing fancy about it. Just that's the only real sex you might remember. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's what, funny. What, it what seems like you? you built that up so big. Like there's going to be a huge fight scene and everything. Ah. And we're like, yeah, and then the claw didn't come down and we banged. <laughs> and it, was, Bruce it was Willis was showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. We're fighting off all the other sperm. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he was he was <laughs> thorning a terrorist plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, uh, Jester, sex yep. dreams? Yes? No? Oh, jeez. I don't remember. No, I actually don't remember. Um, I've had, no, I have had them, and I remember that feeling of having them. I don't remember the specifics. Yeah, the indicator. Not the indicator, no. <laughs> it's like you wouldn't wake be, up. Hold on, wouldn't that be weird? Because, uh, uh, I mean, specifically for you, it kind of made me think this, but if you're in a relationship and you have a sex dream with another woman, do you tell your significant other? Oh, yeah, I tell her. No, because then the crazy chick's going to think that you're cheating on her. No. no or she's going she, to accuse you of dream cheating. No, she's not like that. She's not. No. The, oh, the chicks that I've dated. Are you <laughs> Why wouldn't you dream about me? I guess my subconscious doesn't like you. I'm not going to. She's not like that. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you were there. It's not like that. Yeah. I said I your name you in the, the dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I would tell her about something like that. If we got on the subject, I mean, I'm not just going to like throw it out there. Hey, guess what? I would jump those Sigma Smother chick. How was your day? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but if like we got into it and you're know, like, yeah, yeah, no, I had this weird dream. We're open. We're honest. And, you know, it's not like we, she knows. What if it was one of her friends? Oh. No, I've actually had a weird type of dream. Like, I do remember this one. Okay. All right. No, no, you know, you just you just rang a bell in the back of my head, like kind of like a trigger, like a mnemonic yeah. device. All right. It wasn't. Not, there was no sex. There, yeah, there's no sex that happened, but it was a sexual wah, kind of dream. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, a girlfriend at the time, we were in the dream, walking around this kind of junkyard place, and I walked into a school bus, and she wasn't with me anymore. But at the back of her school bus, her friend was there, and she was like half naked, and she was just ready to go. And so I walked up to her and, you know, was like, hey. And it's like, hey. She's like, yeah. And, you know, you know, spread her legs. Things got a little graphic, but no sex happened. And then I was like, yeah, you know, I had this weird dream about your friend. And she was like, what? yeah. And I was like, yeah. That's, and she was like, she was like, what happened? And I, I just told her. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And she's like, you don't, you don't like her or anything, do I? I was like, no, 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 no. Nothing like that. See? See? No, no, but. She can accept the fact that she knows I'm not lying to her. Oh, okay. Now, if she was crazy, vindictive, psycho, stalking me all the time, then, you know, then I probably wouldn't want to tell her in the first I probably actually wouldn't be with her. Hmm. But, you know, my current girlfriend, if we have dreams like that or anything weird or, like, special pops up in my mind, if the subject comes up, I'll tell her about it without hesitation. But I'm not going to make it sound blunt like it's in her face. I'm like, oh, yeah, you, fuck you, I jumped up fucking your, yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not like that at all. I have. I wouldn't have a problem telling her if I did remember another dream happened to me. Okay. Well, but see, see, let me ask you something though. In that specific incident, uh, it was okay because you weren't actually attracted to her friend. Say, for instance, you have a dream 
with a friend that you do find attractive. Probably going to be the same way around. I'm not attracted to any of her friends. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that kind of is a deal breaker, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> While you guys were uh, talking there, I looked up what water slide means. <laughs> <laughs> birth. I'm, I'm guessing birth, just off the bat. All right. If you have a dream that you are on or see a water slide, it suggests right. that you are being carried away by your emotions. You're being engulfed by your unconscious. Alternatively, the dream indicates that you're going with the flow of things without any objection or resistance. See, you could take that in any way, though. You could be like, yeah, you're going to have sex with her without any resistance. <laughs> but at the same time, you're both maybe being swept away by yourself. You can interpret this like a billion ways. And this guy's probably sold like a million books. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's actually uh, my interpretation of, uh, of the movie Fight Club. The, uh, the whole the power animal, mm-hmm. penguin, and the penguin mm-hmm. saying slide. To me, yeah. was let it go. Yeah, just go with it. Stop, yeah. stop holding on to things. Just go slide, and that's when he starts really living life. Is when he lets go. Okay, I came to that conclusion without the funky penguin. Oh, penguin helps. Hooray oh, for metaphors! <laughs> <laughs> this whole time, all the all the times I watched that movie, and all the times I watched it and didn't get it, I could have just focused on the penguin. Right. By the way, asshole, you ruined the movie for me for the first time. Before I ever saw the movie, you brought up the whole point. I'm not going to repeat it now in case people listening haven't seen it. But you said something. Fuck it. If you haven't seen it by now, you're an asshole. You, you told me that, yeah, like when they turn out to be the same guy. <laughs> what? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, What? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Did this recently come out? Fight Club? No. Oh, you mean. No, yeah. When, uh, when Rex told me back in high school about it, before I saw the movie. Oh, oh, you were talking. I thought you were talking to me, like if you haven't seen it by now. If yeah. you haven't seen Fight Club, I know. No, I was talking to people me. listening. I was going to not give away with... Anyone listening to this has probably seen that. That's true. But you you, you, you want to talk about it, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you uh, you remember after all this time. It really yeah. something. No, but the, the reason I remember is because... <laughs> He's going to dream about it. Uh, you okay? Because it, it, it didn't ruin the movie, it turns out. Oh, of course it didn't. Because it's an amazing movie. I've yeah. seen the fucking movie over 50 times. Yeah, even knowing that that was going to happen, even while it happened, it was just like... Wah! I, I, I hope, I, that noise you know, I don't, I don't want to be friends with anybody who only watches that movie once. Right. Because you have to watch it twice to be like, look to back. To actually understand then, it. Yeah, to think about how it's meaningful that they're actually, you know, the same person. Yeah. Like yeah, my so boy uh, Bruce Willis in uh, The Sixth Sense. God damn. You gotta, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta watch that a couple times. Well, you gotta watch any Bruce Willis movie a couple times. No, I don't. Nah. All right. No. <laughs> Hudson Hawk, though, classic. Yeah, classic. yeah, that was good. <laughs> Amazing. That I've watched more than once. Yeah. There was one movie I did not like him in. I, I think did, it was called, like, North Country or something. He played some sort of hick hillbilly uh, with a mullet, and uh, I had to turn it off. Like, I can't see him like this. <laughs> with your boy? <laughs> My boy. <laughs> he just did that to piss you off. Oh, uh, no. What other movies can you think of where, like, they play parts where it's just so out of character from what you've seen them do? Uh, you're just like, I can't watch this. Spicoli. What? What's, what's, what's that? Is that an Italian food? Spicoli. Uh, Sean, uh, Sean Penn. Call me Spick? From uh, Fast Time at Ridgemont High. He was this pothead dude. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. When I saw that for the first time, I had seen all of other Sean Penn's movies first, then went back and saw Fast Time at Ridgemont High, where Spicoli was this surfer pothead guy with long hair. He's like, dude, yeah. I'm like, what the? <laughs> what? This guy? Oh, okay. No, I couldn't take no, it serious. No. It's, it's like a whole role shift, like everything you thought of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know that movie Five Hundred Days of Summer? Have you ever seen that? Uh, the kid I've from heard Third of it. Rock from the yeah, Sun. Yeah. The the kid. Right. Yeah, um, I've seen that. He 
in I he was in Bruce Willis movie. Huh? Yeah. Oh, the fourth Die Hard, wasn't it? No, no, no. That's um, no, no, Justin no, that's Long. A different guy. Oh. He's always been the same. Will always be the same. Got Bruce yeah, Willis you're talking about Shia LaBeouf. No, it's not Shia LaBeouf. I forgot oh, his name. Adam, a... I mean, Adam's talking about Shia. Yeah. Uh, no, it's Justin Long. Justin Long, the Mac guy. Oh. Oh, but, you're right. Oh, yeah. All right, just imagine Third Rock from the Sun, that kid, all of a sudden turning that. into this badass role, and you're like, whoa, like, hair slick back, he's, like, crazy agent and everything. Yeah, there's a movie like that that just came out with him in it, and it was really hard for me to accept his role, but he ended up pulling off really good. You know, I actually like another film that he's in, and he plays a similar role. Uh, it's called Brick. Yeah. It was an independent Yeah, something oh, like yeah, that. yeah, that guy. Okay, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Brick is that is an awesome movie. It's it's a it's kind of like a noir film with a lot of uh, inner monologue throughout the entire movie. But uh, it's set in a high school setting, and they kind of like play with all the characters that are typically in a noir film, where like he's the detective, but he's a student, and then like the police chief is not a police chief, but it's the principal, and like the cops are involved, but you know like just it, it's it's weird. If you, if you have a chance to go see it. Go, go watch it. It's a it's a very very well done film. Yeah, put it on Netflix or something. And that's a uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yes, by the way. that's him. Joseph. Oh, yeah. Yes, the powers of IMDb. Oh, is that what you're on? I mean, I just thought of that off the top of my head. You are a genius. Oh god, no, not I'm really. Movie <laughs> geek. I think we're out of steam. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else. You guys got anything else? <laughs> um, jeez, uh, no. I'm at, I've been out of steam for a while. Yeah, it, we the past uh, couple shows have been a little more serious, so I wanted to keep it a little light and crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think my Bruce Willis stream and you gotta, so. I gotta see some someone to help you about that though. <laughs> if you ever have something like that again. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that's a good place to uh, wrap it up here. Yeah, I think that was pretty good. Yes, a lot of craziness, dream sex, dream sex. Now I'm gonna intentionally see if I can try to get one of those dreams yeah. just to see now. Gotta go to sleep watching porn. Uh, I won't be able to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Jester. And I'm Rex. With your feet on the air.